0: Welcome back to, and just like what, our very special Sex and the City in LA episodes. Episode, well, the second episode in LA, (laughs) Sex and Another City. And we're back to 2000 in the warm climate of Los Angeles. The girlies are fucked off from New York. Um, Carrie's getting her bikini wax and Carrie's never been to Brazil. And they so they've been there for a week. Why is she only just getting a Brazilian after she's been there for a week? I've... And also, why didn't she get a Brazilian before she went? As well?
1: <laughs> like... I also this is really bizarre to me because a Brazilian is it was really popular around that time that like, everyone was talking about it, like everyone was obsessed with it. So if, I found it really yeah. strange that again a sex writer doesn't know about a Brazilian or hasn't tried a Brazilian yeah. for like her columns. Like without a doubt, she would have been forced to try one by her bosses.
0: Yeah yeah exactly i was thinking i was like were they just not a big thing then but
1: no they were massive because i remember like being younger like all my aunt, like aunts and like older cousins would be talking about it and that was around this time and i <laughs> God, just that's mad. and um
0: i also wrote um why is the wax uh, like eastern european or russian
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always do that all they're kind of like really intense health workers or, like beauticians have a really solid eastern european vibe going on with them
0: it's like. It is a bit, yeah. They
1: love to stereotype <laughs> these girlies.
0: And then I was thinking, I was like, how did this woman get a visa to live in LA? And I was like, maybe she is. Um... She's one of Jeffrey Epstein's or <laughs> <laughs> I got into a really dark place and I was like, I hope this woman's happy, given Girlie's Brazilian. Maybe with no she's Charlie's. just
1: a part-time actress and she just puts on this accent to top up her skills. <laughs> her time. Staying character. Yeah, maybe she's like yeah. trying to go for a Bond villain. That's true. So after we've had the very... Very naive uh, conversation about Brazilian waxes. <laughs> um, I would ask about your preference, but I don't think we our listeners want to hear about our preference. Oh my god!
0: Always wa- wax it all girls. <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: got, I've, I've got a theory that if you want, no, I'm not going to say my please, theory. Please, please say bit, your theory. You have to say your theory. Quite controversial. If, if guys want you to be all bare down there, it's kind of Peter Phillips.
0: Yeah, it is. be a man.
1: You can. T- yeah, you can take that off you want. Um, so we move on to Lou. So Lou is a writer. He used to write for one of the late night shows in New York, and he was just described as like this loser who was a bit fat and a bit depressive.
0: Letterman Lou. A slob.
1: Letterman Lou. That was it. Yeah, he used to write for Letterman. And Miranda's gonna go meet him. Just be like, oh my god, fresh air. Like, I was gonna going say
0: Letterman Lou is Mingan. but do you fancy him?
1: Um, I. I thought he was kind of good looking, but his his vibe is not microprocedure. Yeah, true. I, it looks good. Yeah.
0: I thought you would like I thought you would find him like physically attractive, yeah. Um when she walks in the cafe, I was like, This is every single cafe in LA. They all look the fucking same. They all like have like a neutral colour. They all have like plants fucking everywhere. And like there's loads of natural light everywhere. And I was saying while I was watching the episode, I was like, I love like I love all the extras in the like in this episode like everyone's so so gay there's like one guy with like a pink yeah like a bright yellow vest on and there's like another guy later on he's got like massive sideburns and like a big earring and this is like love love how f- how many faggots are in this episode
1: I thought that as well because when like Charlotte lands because like Charlotte joins the girls mm. Whole, oh wait, later on in the episode she looks out and like, um, like there's so many guys by the pool and I was like those guys by the pool are gay they're all they're gay they like very like roided up like <laughs> men in, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like there's not a straight person there. literally
0: oh bless Charlotte um, she's so naive
1: she's so and then so she sits down with Lou and he's lost weight he's P- PMA positive mental attitude exactly. um, Miranda, and he sh- she
0: needs that PMA
1: yeah, and she wanted to, was like, oh my God, Lou, let's get out of here. It's like drinks, like green drinks galore. And he's like, no, you need to try the fermented green tea. Um,
0: <laughs> and then he asked so her to go for a hike as well. And she's like, huh?
1: I'm so confused about Miranda because Miranda could be an overachiever. of all... Like, you know yeah. how like most overachievers like do hike and do exercise and like, but Miranda's just like this like weird, like slob overachiever. That's and I so blame true. Carrie. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I blame Carrie too. Carrie's holding the back. She really is. Um, Yeah, because like, Cynthia Nixon is all about hikes. Like, and Miranda has all the physical attributes of Cynthia Nixon. So it's kind of like, like, Cynthia Nixon doesn't order the same Chinese every, like, every other day.
1: Yeah. No. Hard to believe. I don't, yeah, I don't think someone as type A as Miranda would be
0: yeah. Like that no, I didn't. Slot, sure. Like, kind
1: of like into not looking after herself and not going for it. And a hike in LA is easy. Like, it's, it's obviously quite quiet, bit slow. Yeah, it's like nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we then move on to the girlies trying to break into red carpet.
0: <laughs> You're not on the list.
1: <laughs> this is who Haley Hayley Bieber play. Yeah. This would be Haley Bieber's part. Honestly, the 15 seconds of fame.
0: And Keith Travis representing Matt Damon.
1: So do you think uh, Keith is good-looking? No,
0: I don't. You do, though, don't okay, you? Okay, that's
1: good. No, I really don't. Oh, so I follow, you know, how all this thing about indie sleaze and, like, pop culture died yeah. in 2007, whatever it's called? <laughs> um, I follow a lot of those accounts. Sorry, I forgot that year wrong. Um, know, and they fine. were showing a few parties that uh, Vince Vaughn was at, and all the comments were like, Vince Vaughn used to be hot. Vince Vaughn used it's to be hot. So and weird. this would have been around that time. So like, he, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get him. Don't I don't really get Ryan Reynolds, and I don't get... Um, Who's the one? Owen Wilson, is it?
0: Oh, the two, the brothers, Luke and Owen. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I
1: just, that that kind of, like, era of Hollywood really Creepy. passed me by. I, I, do, I think of... I
0: quite I quite like Ryan Reynolds, because he, like, he's, like, very, like, generic, good-looking, but he feels like he has, like, a good sense of humour, whereas Vince Vaughn just seems a bit, like, weird. Like, very, like, old Hollywood now.
1: Yeah, I think he's gotten better with age, but... Oh, he like he's lost... so creepy. Knows...
0: Yeah, he's so creepy. He's Actually, 52. No, he might...
1: Oh my God. Not allowed. So
0: he was 32 when he filmed this. Oh my God, he looks so bad no. at 32. <laughs> <gasps> yeah.
1: You usually run like, your early 30s glow up at that time. Honestly. Um He definitely gave me like 27, 28 vibes still. Like still kind of like drinking too much Miller Lite. Not yeah, really like... He
0: had, like a little puffy face and stuff.
1: It was a really interesting casting choice, if I'm honest. And Carrie being really besotted with him and being extremely cringe around him yeah didn't really make but then maybe that's because we we've just waxed lyrical about how he's just not very good looking.
0: yeah maybe i love, I love the quote when he's like you're too pretty to be a writer <laughs> it's like
1: i had this really shit banter yeah
0: i was actually wrote like when he says he she's too pretty to be a writer i feel like all writers now are all really hot because of instagram
1: yeah also, I do have to say, Carrie looked really good in these two episodes. Yeah. So she's glowing. She's so
0: tanned as well. I, I wrote.
1: She looks. T- she was really well styled, and she looked great. Yeah, hair was amazing. Yeah,
0: she looked incredible.
1: So, where do you get that?
0: Then we go. Um, should we go to where Samantha's meeting Hugh Hefner?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would love to go to that because Hugh Hefner says my favorite. My favorite line by my least favorite person in the world is in this episode, and he's like. Charlotte goes up to Hugh Hefner, and he's like, um, well, in that case, join us for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you have one line and you've said it like you've been at gunpoint, like at gunpoint, I've told you, act like a 40s, like Hollywood, like siren. Yeah. And it's just really like, well, well, why don't you join us for a drink?
0: <laughs>
1: it's really bad, really badly active. He's a wronger so yeah. awful person but oh my god
0: like yeah, now obviously looking back that
1: time. Yeah. yeah and it's really funny how they reference Woody Allen and have someone as problematic as Hugh Hefner and it. it's so just so true just shows how normalised that behaviour was 20 years
0: ago it's a different yeah. different time and then I love when Samantha like this like when she says oh two blondes like this must be a normal like normal day for you and he's like a slow one and then she, her laugh is so demonic she's like ah
1: it's so just, good. There was there was some class A drug going around when they filmed oh that God, scene so totally. they're all acting insane. They were all just mad.
0: Really,
1: you know when you just you know someone's a really bad actor when it takes you out of the scene. That whole little bit by the bar was epitome of. That. I kind
0: of love that as well though. I loved how yeah, awful it was. It does work. It really adds to yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> then um we go back to um charlotte When and then Charlotte's like upset with Trey like obviously everything that's going on I love the quote where Carrie says um because Trey's like no I don't want to take Viagra like Charlotte there's like heart problems in my family you know that and then Carrie's voice is like Trey wasn't the only one with heart problems and it's like Charlotte looking sad
1: (laughs) 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 it's so funny that this episode is really well written like it's just so (laughs) <laughs> it's literature to me this is modern literature at its finest the way it's written the parallels they Shakespeare draw
0: is shook like
1: Shakespeare <laughs> um and also um Charlotte looks great
0: yeah Charlotte really suits LA Charlotte should move they sh- Charlotte should move to LA with
1: oh no but even in that scene where she's like just come back from the ball she looks stunning yeah, like yeah. she's very classic looking beauty. yeah she
0: really is and she's got a little like blondie streaks She looks really good this season. Yeah, she really does. They all, I think this this is the season where they all look top tier. Apart from yeah.
1: Um, Also, this is where I have my White Lotus reference. Oh, yeah. Um, As soon as like, Troy, like, Troy, (laughs) Trey. Oh, my God, I just really hate Trey. Trey turns her away. Trey turns her away. And then he goes for a run. And it reminded me of Ethan Mm. in the White Lotus. I was like, what is that? Do you think that was nicked? Or is that a common theme? Like, when when your husband slash boyfriend starts running loads, you're in trouble. We, so, need go, ladies, we need to get Paula
0: Radcliffe on the phone.
1: <laughs> what are you running from? <laughs> Why don't you join us for a drink? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so so Troy, Troy's run off. <laughs> Troy. Charlotte's going to run off. Troy's run off. Christine's going to run off to... No. They're all
0: running. The- they're, yeah, so then off. Charlotte runs off to L.A.
1: And this is where I noticed the standard interiors and it's something we've actually been noticing interiors loads more in LA. Maybe it's just more of a time.
0: Yeah. I feel like LA in the noise is a bit more iconic than.
1: Yeah. It's just like there visually. Was like these really like washed out. Yeah. Like bleached kind of vibe. That's true. Really like pastels.
0: Yeah. Whereas New York, it's like more white and wooden, I think.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a bit timeless in that mm. sense. It's...
0: Then, um, so then the girl, the who wants to buy fake Fendi, like, Samantha's bought her fake Fendi, and they're all like, oh my god, you bought, a, you bought it? And she's like, they're like, that's like $3,000, and it's like, 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 girls, you spend this much fucking money on all of your clothes, like, why are you so <laughs> shocked about this fake Fendi, like...
1: I don't know if it's because how fashions moved on as well, but as soon as she pulled it out, I was like, "That looks so tacky and fake." Oh, I love that. Even though those kind of like little like Fendi bags are really in at the yeah. moment again, but I was just like, "You could—that's t- the kind of bag you could tell that was fake." It
0: looked kind of more Versace than Fendi, but I guess.
1: Yeah, it was a time. I remember that time. So well, obviously, bring that the fake bag. You're like wondering. I didn't think that. Sh- Samantha would buy a fake bag if I'm totally honest. She probably earns the most out of all of them. So I was a bit shocked that she did. But then she says, um, it's really what's on the outside that counts. And obviously, that's the theme with like LA being superficial, New York being like nitty gritty, the real deal. Um, And I think they've like made up this fake bag situation to kind of like back up that whole storyline and that kind of like ethos that they're going for. And I think they've just shoehorned Samantha in on that storyline because she's the only one who would bother to buy. Actually, no, Miranda would be more likely That's to buy a true. fake Fendi. That's true, So they could have like got done with that, but she was having her own adventure in terms of figuring out truth. I mean, what counts on the inside, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, And then when they're talking about these cheap bags, um, Charlotte's kind of like projecting a little bit. And she's like, oh, um, her- the, fa- the fake Fendi's full of condoms, because obviously it's Samantha. And then um, Charlotte's saying, um, I'm at the, no condom, I'm really glad I'm out of the condom stage of my life. Yeah. And obviously.
0: Miranda's like, oh, thing... I thought that would be just my thirties. Yeah. They've come to 2023. We're all on prep. We don't use condoms. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> or a se- asexual revolution is going on. The
0: asexual revolution. getting TikTok, babes.
1: Yeah. The people are saying that sleeping around is not se- sexual, female liberation. True. So. No, it isn't. Come... Um. So, and then it all comes out that she actually has not slept with Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very shocking to the guests. I love
0: how Samantha's instant reaction to try and cheer Charlotte up is by taking her to the Playboy bunch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the wrong sex as well. Like, oh, surely it would have been, like, the other way around. Like, you'd want to go where more men are.
0: That's true. Yeah. Just this for Charlotte in this episode. She, like, has no fun at all. Like... <laughs>
1: But she looks great. She looks
0: amazing, yeah.
1: Um, so they finally get that out. I feel like it's a bit of an anti-climax how they get out that she's not, like, even, like, she didn't have sex before marriage either. Yeah. Um,
0: You've never had sex? <laughs> she just keeps saying that over <laughs> and over again.
1: Which is very Samantha. That's the most Samantha thing she's done all these past two episodes. Yes. Um So, yeah. And then it's all exposed, and then they're all...
0: Then, yeah, Yeah. that, like, we're starting to see the um, LA, like, the fakeness of LA all falling apart. Like, the fake Fendi, then um, Charlotte's marriage is a fake Fendi, Um, then obviously they...
1: Yeah, so it moves to, like, later on in the day, and the girls are by the pool, and then Carrie goes to... Goes with Keith to go view a beautiful $3.5 million man- dollar mansion. <laughs> I, When they're viewing it, I was like, oh, they're viewing it for Matt Damon. And then she does her voiceover. She's like, oh, Keith is going to buy this mansion. I was like, I don't think anyone apart from celebs could buy that yeah. stuff. I don't think a manager would be that well paid. No. Another naive moment from Carrie, <laughs> I imagine.
0: Who knows? And like, now as actually think in $3.4 million, that's kind of a bargain. 20 years, really. Inflation really whacks it up. I was saying, imagine what you could get for 3.4 million in London, like that would be a shithole.
1: You'd get a house, yeah,
0: you would, you wouldn't get a mansion, a heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's so true.
1: with a view of the freeway. By the looks of it, you so just even look great. Um, but Vince Vaughan isn't really acting in this, he just exists. He's just been, he really... yeah, for someone who goes on to become quite a big comedic actor in like the 2000s, mm. he's actually not very good at holding a room in these scenes That's true maybe it's just because he's still quite a novice actor i
0: guess like that is his character as well like it's all about la being fickle and like his character is pretty fickle and fake and like he's like lying yeah. about his job and
1: the hot tub scene so they jump from like him looking at an expected house to yeah. going back to his supposed house yeah and they're in like a hot tub and i was like that is a thrush. That is for a century. That yeah. <gasps> That's a UTI. That's UTI. suit. Oh my
0: god! When I was in LA once, <laughs> I got into a hot tub with some guy off grinder. Like it was like the, my first day, and then um, <laughs> I like I got in the I got in his hot tub and we were just like sat in like Venice Beach. I was like, oh, this is fab. And then I was like, I really don't want to sleep with this guy. And he's kind of minging. And then um, <laughs> so I was just like in his hot tub, like hee hee. Please don't kill me. And then um, he was like, oh, do you want to shower? And I was like, no, I'm okay, because I just want you to get out. I don't want to, like, get naked in the shower. So I was like, okay, bye. And then the entire time I was in L.A., my anus... I do even know how to describe it, My, like, anus was so tight <laughs> for, like, a full week. It was so... It was so weird. Oh, no. And then I was like, maybe I had, like, a U2AI in my bum or
1: <laughs> You probably had, like, ringworm up there. And
0: then I, um... And then I, I was like, I had to sleep with guys with just small dicks the rest of the time I was there. I was...
1: <laughs> so you couldn't get the size of dildo that Samantha got. Oh my God, not
0: at all. Episode. There was no entry, but I felt like I, like, I felt like...
1: You had a five inch vagina back there.
0: <laughs> this is so TMI, I don't care.
1: Sorry. <laughs> um, so people, if you're ever going to get in a hot tub...
0: Have a wash. Yeah.
1: Drink a cranberry juice. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Shower. But don't do a carry
0: don't do a loop don't do it don't do it and then yeah um, carrie says like the difference between new york and la is like hot tubs and it's like oh, that is true
1: also um on the theme of my obsession with the tbt of this episode she references bath beads she's like oh bath beads haven't come like have come to new york yet or something like What's that bath so bath beads were like these things that used to be massive when we were younger so i used to have like they'd be these beads that have like a gelatinous outside and they'd be full of like protein, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah gel
1: and you put it at the bottom of the bath but there was such a health and safety hazard because obviously the jelly on the outside just never dissolves so it's like woo and like they've <laughs> yeah. all come back into fashion again recently because obviously young Gen Z are obsessed with like early 2000s yeah, culture yeah. and I just keep seeing it everywhere I like this is such a circle moment like everything was, is coming back to this the noise again. was
0: such an iconic time because it was like before the internet became too serious like where Twitter Twitter's being bought by billionaires it's like billionaires yeah. being produced every day like it was like it was like the start of like media and internet and like everything was like really tongue-in-cheek like Paris Hilton and everything was stupid and not like like you were saying like all like girls had that LA like white girl like voice and stuff like it was a real time that I think like people who didn't experience it definitely like Really Yeah, waste and it's probably
1: so. it's probably about like being like like authenticity through like having your own community again because like for example, a lot of these storylines couldn't ex- exist because you're in your own bubble. Yeah, it's so like how the girls change so quickly because they didn't have like say social media or like their friends text them constantly to anchor them to like yeah. their seemingly authentic self. They could just let themselves loose, That's but true. then in terms of like when you're back in your own space, that like when they're back in New York, they wouldn't have to try so hard to be authentic. Yeah. But when they're in LA, they're just so aloof. And then all the stuff like, Carrie could have stalked Keith easily and like found <laughs> yeah. his LinkedIn or found his Instagram and be like, he's a loser. Like he's literally a PA. Because yeah. obviously he would have had to have a website and if he's going to operate in that kind of area, yeah. she wouldn't have got, so a lot of these storylines couldn't have seen it. And it's it's sad because that maybe that's like, I'm just like that isn't as good because it's not in that kind of like, area of time which is so iconic
0: yeah yeah i think that's why we're seeing like things set in the noughties and like that now it's like i watched afterson like recently and i was like oh this is so nice because it's set in the noughties and like it's like all the trashy like black eyed music there's like no phones (laughs) it's like a video camera and i was like this is so charming like
1: yeah, even like when you watch old Gossip Girl, like uh, the new Gossip Girl got cancelled today. It's not coming back. Oh my god! Don't think it'd work. But when you watch the old one, like Dan Humphrey, for example, someone just could have done like done a quick follow up search, like air tagged him to find out who was like who Gossip Girl was. Like it's just that kind of so sneaky true. kind of like fun stuff. Just won't exist as and if it is it's like super creepy because tech is involved so like you for example yeah is a good but like,
0: yeah 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 there's definitely like yeah i think that's why white lotus worked so well because it was like taking the piss of like the mega wealthy where and like the difference between the uber rich so i think that's why so many films at the minute are about the mega wealthy and because it's like
1: they're out of touch anyway yeah exactly so.
0: like it really resonates with people now Whereas like then like I don't think the like wealth gap was this big, so it th- I think people could like be like oh yeah I can go to LA and like do all this stuff. Whereas now it's like a bit less tangible.
1: Like you can blag your way into like different circles, but now there's definitely a bit of a divide. Yeah,
0: you have to have your Soho so. House membership, babes, to go to Tesco. Like
1: <laughs> you need to have a club card to go to Tesco. You want get scammed. <laughs> Lou rolls like £19 without a club card. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. They
0: just want your data, girls. They just want. They can have my data, I don't care. Mm,
1: Oh, yeah, I signed up for a period tracking up against my will. Not against my will, but I was (laughs) put up for so long, and that shoots are really good. They're just like, oh, I'll just have to sell your data now. Sell your data, girls.
0: Sell your data, go to LA.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can't get an abortion, though, because you sold your data and the government used it. Oh, yeah, true, yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, right, back to back to life, which is this episode. So whilst um, they're fucking in a hot tub, uh, <laughs> Miranda's out on a date with Lovely Lou, who is, is the, the cracks are forming. So you've seen through the episode that Miranda's changing, like she's become more like oh airy fairy, more LA, like taking everything like with a PMA. So she goes out for dinner with Lou, and they get a gorgeous glass of wine and steak. And they took in and Lou starts chewing. And I thought he was doing that thing that was really trendy in the early 2000s where you count to 20, like you have to chew for 20 oh, yeah. chews. Remember like, you know how all moms had like a special K thing going on yeah. and then they had like a fad where they're like, well, like we need to chew 20 times. Yeah. And it was like a weight loss thing. I think it's on TikTok um,
0: in the minute as well. Like, there was this like gut oh. doctor and she was like, there's one thing piece of advice I would give to everyone and most people won't take this advice. It's like, just eat slower. And I have tried to but I never have succeeded.
1: I do agree with it, and I do agree with the science that your brain, it it, it takes time for the brain to catch up with the stomach, but at the same time, it's just not feasible. You'll be there for like 30 minutes. But, like, um, Lou makes it extra unfeasible (laughs) by every bite of the steak he takes, he spits it out into his napkin, which was revolting what, who is gonna pick up this napkin full of chewed steak for starters that's my mind went first what kind
0: of eating disorder is this like is this a real like i don't think this exists like...
1: i personally when i have gone a night out and i order a massive mcdonald's i'll like eat half of it yeah but i wouldn't spit out you just kinda leave it and like, oh the next day like oh it's too minging to come back to yeah. maybe you do that behavior at home but if you'd like gone out to a restaurant surely you wouldn't I'm not saying hide your disordered eating. I'm just saying it's really random. Yeah,
0: it feels like a random storyline. Like, it doesn't feel very well researched really. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I feel like maybe it could have, they could have done something else. Like, maybe he kicked off in a different way. Like, it was just so gross that he was just spitting out this steak yeah. and tight napkin. I think
0: it was just, like, really visual. So it worked really well.
1: And I think, like, they don't really approach eating disorders a lot in Sex in the City because it's actually quite a serious issue for yeah. young women. It must have... Been, it was so... It was, I mean, it's a big thing for a lot of people, yeah. regardless of... I don't think it's ever been able to shift. And the way they just approached disordered eating in this episode is just so random. Yeah. It wasn't funny... He wasn't interesting enough or funny enough to be, like, a bit lighter. It was just really, like, oh... Yeah,
0: it's a bit dark. Oh, that's really dark. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. And what was it? He... Yeah, he'd, fa- like, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's oh. a weird character.
1: And so as soon as Miranda saw those two chews of steak and a napkin, she'd snapped out of her L.A. vine Yeah.
0: Oh, Miranda.
1: So that's Dunzo. Everyone's slowly snapping back into their New York state of mind. And <laughs> we finally go back to Carrie, who's in bliss. And I was actually like, oh, she's doing really well. Mm. So she's lying in bed with Keith. Um, And then we get an unexpected visitor
0: <laughs> Then we, Carrie meets Carrie <laughs> I'm Carrie, you're Carrie the, Like the original Nepo baby, Carrie Fisher Rest in peace queen I. And then do you know when like they're talking She's like, I'm a writer, you're a writer And she's like, I, I can't do this, I have a child And I was like, another Nepo baby, Billy Lord
1: Billy Lord. Billy Lord. I was the same. I was like, oh my God, Billy Lord. She's like, I think Billy Lord's our age. So we would have been like eight. Oh my God, yeah. Eight,
0: nine.
1: That's crazy. Um, it's really wild Like when they reference like the kid and that like, the kid is like a massive actress
0: now. Yeah. I actually so. love Billy Lord. I can't.
1: Um, I just thought this was really funny. And actually I did bitch about Vince Wall's comic acting throughout the episode, but actually in the last scene good. when he's like, picks up the phone i was like oh she's actually quite good yeah um and carrie fisher is an icon iconic um i do actually want to read her books people say her books are like uh, incredible oh
0: i can imagine yeah
1: yeah and they're quite short as well so it's quick to read she's like yeah if you want to get through your goodreads challenge oh yeah yeah.
0: 2023 (laughs) then we Um, is this when we go to the bunnies
1: yeah, last but not least, from the, the final scene of our LA stint, which is... From fake
0: Ugh. men to fake bunnies with fake bags.
1: <laughs> I found that bunny thing really... When, um, when she's Samantha says, that bunny's got my bag. It made me laugh because Charlotte's in the scene as well. And is it Charlotte's mother-in-law called Bunny?
0: Yes. And I
1: was like, Bunny's going to have Charlotte's bag soon. She's going to steal her man. Oh my God, that's just so it really funny. It's just really like Bunny, cool.
0: bunny,
1: bunny. Bunny, bunny, bunny. Carrie, um, Carrie, Carrie. And it just makes me laugh that Charlotte again. So when they first get to the thing, obviously Charlotte's found a man. She always chooses the most ugliest, okay, generic yes, man. Yeah. And but she's so pretty. So she she's like sett- settles for this guy called Ian. She has and such a good time. low
0: self esteem. Like
1: yeah, and she's like I don't understand. Yeah, she's got she's really intelligent. She obviously like works in the gallery, like fancy gallery. She's really pretty. And then this guy offers to buy her a boob job. It snaps her out of a kind of like, a drunken fantasy. Um, but his looks didn't. So I'm so Superficial When it comes to Talking about The men in sex see You have to
0: Because they do it To the girls to And like Charlotte's the last person Who needs a boob job Her boobs are perf
1: Yeah I don't think boob, They Yeah They they wouldn't suit it It's not New York enough <laughs> it's not New York, You're from, New York. <laughs> I'm from New
0: York I don't sleep
1: <laughs> I'm a New Yorker <laughs> I'm never doing that Where's again. my bodega Where's my <laughs> <laughs> I want a coffee From the bodega Down the street
0: I don't want to go To a 7-Eleven I want to go To a bodega <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Um that bunny's got my dad.
0: Um
1: and it's really funny because I feel like um Miranda and Carrie have wrapped up their storylines in the previous scenes, so they're just wandering around the playboy <laughs> mansion. Um and then they just need to get Samantha out of her LA kind of fantasy mm. and then they can wrap up and go home. And so they did that by Samantha jumping on a Playboy bunny and and accusing her of stealing her fake Fendi.
0: If you look in the inside it says made in China.
1: <laughs> I you know when people say like when people make these videos like tweets are like and you get comments like even even waterboarding couldn't get this information out of me. Um I always feel like that with that scene with Samantha's like yeah. you would never you would never be shouting at the top of your lungs in all, like that that bag was made in China. That's so embarrassing. Yeah,
0: literally. Just like it's full of condoms
1: also her but yeah actually no ignore that
0: but it's i think it's kind of like the perfect way to end this episode like fake bunny with a fake fendi but like the bunny's actually got the real and the girls are like get us back to new york
1: another poetic scene again from the sex and city writers um and then when they get back to New York, Carrie looks great. She's wearing like these neon green shoes, like a neon shiny pink bum bag and the very neutral outfit. Yeah. I just think, like we said, it's sort of come full circle in terms of fashion as well. Yeah. She, thinks, she looks great.
0: That's so true. So we finished this episode with the next day, Few four New Yorkers left LA a little lighter. Some of us had lost our hair and all of us had lost a little dignity. Samantha couldn't get back Couldn't wait to get back to the crime streets of Manhattan Miranda couldn't wait to get back to men who swallowed Charlotte couldn't wait to get back to Trey And as for me, I couldn't wait And then um, one of the people who work at The Standard says You can't smoke in here She's like, relax, we're going, we're going Six hours later, I was home It looked even better on the inside than I remembered it Because inside it was all real I was starting to feel like myself again The rest of me would grow back eventually And then she's Scratches her crotch. <laughs>